Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. So it's not helping me just buy the property. Help me to understand the culture. Help me to understand you know, uh, the schoolings, you know, education systems and tax, everything, right? I tell my husband, I say, you know what? We should target the market, which we focus on deliver a service rather than selling properties. This is Property Investory, where we talk to successful property investors to find out more about their stories, mindset and strategies. I'm Torin Shum and in this episode, we're back with Monica Tu, founder and director of Black Diamond's Property Concierge. She shares the surprising moment that ended up being her big wake-up call, the story of a property she sold that gained nearly $15 million in equity in a handful of years and reveals the soft side that's hiding underneath the strategist. By the 90s, Tu had established herself as a sales magnate and was taking the computer world by storm. In doing so, she procured two warehouses which were just the beginnings of her career in property. Between then and starting Black Diamonds in 2009, she'd purchased a family home and a handful of additional properties. At the same time, we purchased quite a fairly bit of investment properties but you know, but we, I made a mistake all along, right? So every if I, I didn't sell them, so you know, it, it, it's just a regret about how we sold it. You know, the reason we, we everything we bought, you, you think about the 1995, 96, 97, 98, so you, you just don't even think about, you know, the price is like very good compared to what's happening right now, right? But, uh, you know, uh, so warehouse obviously has grown. So we have, you know, a couple of apartments and our own home. But we sold our home because of the divorce, right? You know, to start a portfolio is really important. But, you know, one of the mistakes, you know, I don't have to mention where, how, how much. But the things that I tell you is a lot. Okay, because I'm Chinese, again, you know, you buy. But one of the mistakes we made, I think let's focus on mistake, right? So if you buy some 1994, 97, 89, Jeez, you know, you're sitting there, you're already, it's already a gold mine, right? But one of the mistakes we made is uh, uh, because we, you know, because we come from overseas, we have a no sense of the tax structure. Because we didn't know how to structure the tax, you know, like you buy from your super fund, you buy from your trust or your you know, negative gearings because we're so busy selling properties on the market. <laughs> we never have. That, that happens for all the migrants, you know, like we just don't trust, you know, like other professions. Now, now I said, oh my God, if I have a good, you know, like an investment consultant or good accountant, we did have a good accountant, right? Or tax accountant. So we can, you know, put that structure really well. That structure will look after us for the rest of our lives, right? But because we look, oh my God, we pay so much tax every year, we just sell. So we still the laws of them, okay? 
and I, I spend all the money <laughs> just traveling and you know uh, buying the nice clothes, bags and jewelry. But just saying, but, you know, we're still doing okay. I'm not saying that, but just the mistake you learn along the way. Okay, we, we should have a beginning, have a structure, of an investment structure, which. Migrants. Now I met a lot of my vendors, and eighty, ninety percent of my vendors are Australians. You know, because you know people have twenty, thirty million dollar properties. Like a lot of them are Australians. But and to learn from them, I feel like you know, like if I have to go back like ten years time, because one of you know questions. So, so I will really have to really open mind to pay a little bit more fee to the professionals to structure properly. So. Think about that. So, oh my God, damn! I should have sold that, right? But you know what? So we learned the mistake. I had, you know, I, you know, I, I learned my lessons, and um, you know, um, hopefully we never, my daughter would never make the same mistake, and we still continue investing, right? So we, 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 the whole thing will be changed. After her biggest learning lesson, she realized something had to change. Moving forward. She applied what she had learned and now surrounds herself with an invaluable team. I think uh, um, in terms of investment, that's a, a property is the best thing, you know, like especially in this country, right? So for the luxury properties, you know, I have already witnessed like six years, seven years already doubled. Like some of the eastern suburbs already more than doubled. So yeah, it's crazy. We just had the property he she bought it for me 2016 for 10 million and 100,000. I just sold for 17 million just now. That not you know, and then there's another property in Kilara. She bought it for me for 9.6 million dollars. So it's only about what six seven years time and 16 and a half million is already sold. You look at the international market because we're an international city, right? We're always attracted. You know, new migrants come to the city, and it's still the price is still really reasonable. You compare to like even Shanghai, or Tokyo, or you know New York, or Hong Kong, or Singapore, so so I think the price is still quite affordable for a lot of because I'm a special I'm a specialist in international buyers. Put that way, right? So for them, it's still very very attractive. Uh, I think you know if I do have the money, I uh, now I'm still looking for opportunities to buy our myself. But of course, you I probably buy through the trust or through different entities rather than just a personal name. You know, in China, it's like, I, I'm so proud I paid everything. That's stupid, right? You really have to borrow. I forgot. Like, what, what does it mean? So, you know, negative gearing. I haven't learned, you know, only in the last, you know, whatever, 34 years, maybe last 20 years. Oh, negative gearing. You said I pay off everything. So we're proud of it. But that's stupidity. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> sorry. But, you know, I can be stupid too. I might look very smart, right? But just saying that, you know, you really, now we have a team of like, you know, my, my professional accountant, professional tax accountant, so lawyers, you know, like you know, everything is, is planned. And I know, you know, I'm, I'm sick, I'm going to be 60 years old, you know, I have a super fun, obviously. So we planned properly for the next journey, for the next 100 years. I'm, I'm kidding. Yeah. So- I'm curious now, because you've gone through such an amazing property journey, not only from investment, but real estate, do you have one particular or any aha moments that's going, wow, you know, this has been a huge success for me or it's helped me along my property journey? I, I think I've been very fortunate. Like you know, you say you know everything I buy is some um, is 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 amazing. So for example, the warehousing. So you know, like so for me, I'm I'm very conservative in terms of investment, but again, I'm very fortunate. So the, for example, the warehouse we buy. So I never take the risk. But every risk I have is more 
calculate it. I mean, I, I know you know how much. I don't want to overcommit, okay? Because I want to be, I want to have a good life. So my portfolio will be always need be cash that I can access when I need it. So if I'm the travel, if somebody you know, because I look after my parents, if you know somebody is sick, need a fund, something is always there available, and that that will maintain my lifestyle as well. Because I don't want to say, oh my God, so one of my my friends they got seventy two properties, right? And he didn't even want to spend money to look after himself, you know. So this is no point because I saw. So many of them. So I will always have a cash component. I will have the like, properties, and then properties probably we're talking about maybe sixty or seventy percent of my portfolio. And we have something in shares because shares is very lucrative. It's very funny, and it's, it's it's so exciting, right? So you can see the changes. You can see the graphs coming down. But for me, I still like the properties because something is tangible. And I mean, I mean this market, and I will continue investing properties. And uh, for example, my warehouse. You know, very exciting. So you know, it's going to be a result. It's a massive, you know, a, a, um, a, a land in uh, Macquarie Park. Macquarie Park is just definitely an upcoming area. Or yeah, yeah, it's, it's fantastic. That's really exciting. You know, that's the best decision I've ever met. And also, um, I think uh, um, one thing I learned, right, is if your your audience is more like Australian, they probably already know. So, uh, Asian um, Asian investor, Asian migrants is very different from the Western because you know all my vendors, what they do is the best, the biggest investment is in their home. Okay, they buy the home, they get beautiful, they invest in the home. Guess what? I just sold a house, forty-five million dollars, which is twenty twenty-one national record, and they bought it twenty-one years ago for nine million dollars. Okay, so twenty-one years later, so they don't need it anymore. Forty-five million dollars tax-free, but for all this, you know, whatever years, uh, twenty-one years, they enjoy enjoying the property. They have the children grown up there, grandchildren come and see them. Now they're seventy-eight, eighty years old. They just move away by a beautiful penthouse for twenty-five. $0.5 million. But the life is fantastic. But whereas Asians, you know, this is a difference. We won't buy, oh my God, so many. Remember that my friend Dennis had got 72 investment properties. But his life is like, probably this is definitely not that I want. He invited me to McDonald's to have dinner. But I'm just saying, I'm saying, I, 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 I love McDonald's, no problem, no, no worries, right? But if you invited like a celebrity real estate agent, right, Monica, to have dinner, so probably a McDonald's that's appropriate, you know. But he's such a lovely person. I said, Dennis, how many probably you have? I have 72. I said, I, did I hear you right? How many? 72. I said, what's the point of that? So yeah, I think you know, for anybody, me, I will invest majority of my, um, you know, um, asset or money into the property I live in. So I, I have an amazing life and, you know, one day I'm going to sell it. So it's going to be tax-free. So which is, you know, we pay a lot of tax, right? So it's tax-free. So that's something I, I think we should, if you have any people not doing that, you should definitely do it. Because I see this example every day. The real estate industry has many different avenues to explore with the luxury market being just one of them. Two is clearly a talented salesperson. So, it made sense for her to gravitate towards selling luxury properties. I, I mentioned about, you know, my marriage, you know, that broke down, you know, when I just left the business, but we're still, you know, like business partners. I met my husband and he's much younger than me and he have a passion for real estate, right? He said, oh my God, you know, we want to do something together. 
And I said, okay, let, let's see what we can do. So number one thing is like, you know, how to get into real estate. You know, he loved it. I said, if I have a husband who, you know, or orphan at the time, so I, so we, we get on really well. So I have to support him, right? That's, a, that's another topic about, you know, like a few times around in marriage, you have to support your man, right? I said, okay, you know, how hard is it to sell real estate? So I can sell IT. A product I, I don't know nothing about it, right? So real estate literally is selling themselves, but it's just how you present it, how you get the right audience to come through the door, right? I said, okay, that's a good business. And for IT, you have to buy, you have to develop, you have to sell, you have to sell through, you have to warranty. That's almost like a six steps to success, right? With the real estate, you it's much easier. You don't have to buy to sell. I thought, oh, that's a good business model. And all you have to use your skills and for understanding of the buyer's psychology to make sure that a property you have is appeal to that right audience, which is me, sales and marketing. And so uh, why real estate, why um, uh, luxury, right? At the beginning, it's a, it's a joke, right? So, you know, don't, don't, you know, I think you're probably the first one to know this is the truth. I, I, I never have any listening. I don't know how to sell real estate. But I have friends. So one of my friends have a good development in Canterbury. So he's a Chinese developer. He's a very nice guy introduced by the bank. I went there. His property is at a townhouse is $400,000. This is 19, uh, uh, 2009. Okay, 400000 400, Yes, not too bad. It's, a town, it's like a, a split level apartment. I went there and I said, okay, let me just sell it, right? How hard is that? I, I was driving my X, X500 at the time. Right? Now, no more Mercedes. I'm a BMW ambassador. BMW. Right? I drove there and there's a you know, couple coming here. I just explained to them the house, you know, this, this is the floor plan. This is how much. I said, they, they loved it. They loved it, right? And then this guy said he went out. He should go and pick up the check. And he, he come back and said, Monica, is that your car outside? I said, yeah, it is my car. Some I was like an X500. I said, oh, no, no, no. This, this apartment is too expensive. I said, what do you mean? I, I said, what do you mean? I said, look at your car you drive. They must be too expensive. You make too much money. I said, darling, this is my bloody first property. I said, I didn't make money from selling property. This is my first thing. And he said, seriously, if you don't reduce like probably like 20000 30000 I'm not buying. So that's a wake up a call for me. I said, if I drive my Mercedes to sell $400,000, property people perception is nothing wrong with that they say, oh my god you are too expensive i'm not because i didn't make money about sending properties this is my first property so i've come back to my husband i said you know what i do not want to drive another brand i wouldn't mention what brand either toyota or Hyundai, whatever right I, said, I, I, I don't want to you know compromise my lifestyle for get a deal to pre, you know i'm poor i'm not successful i sell you this one cheap i think it's just the wrong market I said, you know what? Maybe I look at all the prestigious agents, right? I look at, you know, like you have Mark Ross, you have LJ Hoga, you have like a Bell Properties. I look at all of them. You know, I look at like John McGrath, you know, like, you know, Eastern Suburbs, Bill Maloof, right? Whichever. I said, you know what? They're so successful. They're amazing, right? They're not Chinese. Okay, I look at myself. I say, you know what? I'm a Chinese. I speak English. I understand I don't have to sell Chinese. I'm just saying, right? This is a marketing pitch, right? So I don't have, who cares? Right? Anybody can buy. You show me the check, I sell to you. But for me to to just really stand out, to find that niche market is about who I am, okay? So I'm a Chinese. I speak 
language. I'm highly successful in business. I understand when the new migrants come to this country, I understand what they need because when I need help, nobody's here to help me. So it's not helping me just buy the property. Help me to understand the culture. Help me to understand, you know, uh, the schooling, you know, education systems and tax, everything, right? I tell my husband, I say, you know what? We should target the market, which we focus on deliver a service rather than selling property. Um, with a brand new business plan and the confidence and expertise to pull it off, two got straight to selling, starting at home, literally. So thank God, if people believe in, in what we deliver, they will buy from us. If you don't buy from us, okay too. So once we change that brandings, change our goals and change our market um, uh, um, uh, target, and we're, we're successful. So first property I sold was my own house. <laughs> Yeah, this is my mother's house. I said, let me just sell it. I sold that one, I think close to $5 million because I didn't have any listing. The second one was sold at $13.5 million at the most. I said, wow, that, that's where I, I belong, right? That, because I'm, I understand when the wealthy, high net worth international buyers come to Australia, what they're looking for. Price is not a problem. They, they want to find the right area right property they you have to understand what they're really looking for is about become a member or community member in this world in australia so they want to be part of it how can you help them so that's why all my stories uh, i do so this so much in terms of like helping people and uh, helping especially in the philanthropic you know um you know the world so you know just leading them up to like a giving circle, so we, we use that word. You know, it's not just a you know wealthy member; it's but valuable for the community. So that's my story, right? So you know, over the twelve years, obviously, I have a lot of respect within my community, which is Asian Chinese community, and also the the, the you know, Australian business community. So they knew exactly what I'm doing. The Australian property market is certainly like no other, and especially popular with Tu's main clientele. She knows the reason that is. And it isn't the one you may think. I think uh, you know um, the people. The reason people come to to Australia, to, you know, it's definitely not because it's cheap. Not, not at all. It's because you know they want to look for a home outside. You know, for example, like Southeast Asia or China. So Australia become like a really popular for this part of the world is because you know I think the number one is Australian community is really welcoming. So they come here, they never feel like they're outsiders. So right? if you go to Chinatown, they say, oh my God, how can I guide the, why can I use chopstick? So for us, it's like, is that common? You know, like, so you know, you feel like you're already part of this community. So it's no problem. So you can have the most authentic any food, Thai food, Koreans, you know, Japanese, Chinese food here. So you don't feel like you're outsider. And it's so close to other part of the world. For example, China is only about two hours, Japan two hours time difference. So it's like easy to travel outside, you know, like China or Hong Kong. You know. It's just such a good country for people to migrate. Just for your audience, right? If you are not Australian residents, you cannot buy properties. Just saying, right? That, that you have to buy only the brand new, like investment. So, you know, for for them, they want to buy a home. They, number one, you have to become a residence or permanent residence, right? So they choose Australia already at the home outside of their own country. So that's the number one reason. It's because the community is fantastic, you know, economy is good and people are really friendly. 
And yeah, that, that, that they see a lot of opportunity in this country. In, you know, that's matters business, education, and, and the rest, right? So that's the reason they're here. Then they're talking about properties. Now, so the, the properties is, doesn't matter, you know? So if you have like 3 million, you still can buy something, 5 million, 2 million, 50 million. So we have lots of different offerings. Now, yeah, it's definitely not because it's cheap. Definitely not. Coming up after the break, Two shares her thoughts on joining Lux Listing Sydney. It's just, you know, I, I never thought I would be like a celebrity, to be honest. I don't even bloody speak English properly, right? <laughs> so it's just overwhelming. She tells a story about selling what money can't buy. You see the love behind a story that touches everybody. So whoever buys this house, they walk into the house, they feel like loved. It's all surrounded by love, number one. She explains how everybody has their own brand of intelligence. You just need to find the right industry. Everybody is intelligent, but it really depends. You find the, uh, the, the area you're smart in. And that's next. I'm Tyrone Sham, and you're listening to Property Investory. Hey, let's be real. Deals that can yield 20 to 30% per annum do exist. Don't believe me? Well, here's a story about property development I invested in Victoria. This developer had the project fully funded beforehand, but he and his family suffered a loss, a circumstance that led him to be unable to proceed with the development. So, I stepped in and in two weeks, we funded the shortfall, allowing for the development to continue. Five months later, the development was refinanced and we received our funds back with interest. Yes, there are amazing opportunities in the property market like this one. So, do you want to get a better return with lower risk on your money? Then register your interest by visiting propertyinvestory.com. Tu has achieved a multitude of success throughout her years in business including her real estate career. While she doesn't have a particular mentor, the person she considers closest to it is very close to home. For me to, uh, yeah, I have a lot of challenges in life. For example, like like you know, like the marriages, you know, like uh, the leadership, a lot of challenges in life. But so one thing I learned is that you know, I, I I like a guy called Anthony Robbins. I don't know if you have no, yeah, he's just absolutely incredible. I've been through all his. You know his uh, classes, or you know, um, like a platinum, you know, group traveling with him around the world, because that gives you such a, you know, empowerment to be, you know, who, know who you are, right? So this, he's like my mentor by far. But uh, another person is probably my husband in my life, because it's really interesting. My husband is a Christian, I guess, an Orthodox Christian. And you know, like I'm from China, we never have some like a religious background. Right? Even my mom is like, she says she's a Buddhist, but I think it's just a like, superstitious, right? Yeah, oh my Buddha, come on, give you know, Christmas health and whatever that is, right? So we're not from like very religious background, but with my husband, is like a role model in my life. So you know, we we think of business and you know, so many challenges along the way, but with him, you know, being a Christian. It's really helped me to overcome a lot of obstacles, a lot of challenges in life. Yeah, he's the one, you know, and professionally, of course, you know, we have a lot of like, you know, 
good people. I just watch what they do. I'm a quick learner, right? I'm telling you, sending real estate is not that hard, right? So I get, yeah, it's not, it's, it's seriously compared to sending, um, it's, it's not, sending insurance is much harder, right? So it's not hard, but there's a lot of like, good real estate agents, you know, so you can, I can look up to. So I, I learn from them. I watch what they do. And so that's how I learn it. I think probably my biggest impact in life would be my husband right now, even though he's much younger than me. You know, a lot of like, um, you know, I think Christianity is, is something I'm really interested. I'm really interested. He's like a living example, right? Guide me through all this thing. Without him, nothing's possible. It's not possible. So research is really difficult. It's not hard to sell. It's just the journey, you know, with, you know, like, it's hard. Like you said, you know, it's a male-dominated industry. And I, not alone is a, is a, you know, you're talking about luxury property. There's so many. That would be, I don't know, hundreds of, you know, like hundreds, thousands of real estate agents. And, and uh, you know, like so many agencies. And then those people like 40 years in the industry, they play golf. They grown up together. How can you enter that market? It's, yeah, I think it's a pure blessing. To look back, say, 10 years ago, what do you think you would have said to the Monica Chu 10 years ago? I think if, uh, if I look back 10 years ago, I was I was talking to Tanya and I just thought, I said, oh my God, you know what? I wish I read more. Because like, no, I, I, we, we, we come, we grown up in a, in a cultural revolution back in China. So we didn't even have a book to read. So all my like, high schools, like, we, we don't really study, you know. No, I, but I was lucky to be very smart to get into university, right? Have a, like a high, you know, tertiary education. But, you know, when, we just have a really weak background in terms of learning to be honest right i wish i could just read a bit more and also in terms of investment i wish i could trust more with the professionals so you really working with the plane remember what you said i'm very blessed it's because i'm a good person i work really hard but if i have a plan and now I'm, I start planning, which is you know, at the age of 60 right <laughs> plan my retirement whatever that is but if i have a plan at the beginning of my like a professional journey i think world will be a bit different i don't know if the better or worse but definitely better i think right so i wouldn't make a mistake of oh my god i sell all these properties is because i was just scared of, of a tax right because i didn't plan properly so yeah not 10 years or even 20 years in the back that's what i will be doing i, I think learning and an open mind to learn from the best and um yeah I have a mentor. Yeah, that's important. I didn't have one, but you know, so, yeah. I, you know, so, uh, otherwise I, I, I just wouldn't regret what I have done. And um, yeah, uh, yeah, just then read more, study more, and um, uh, trust the professionals. Say in say five years time, what are you most excited about on your journey? Whether it be real estate or buying more investment property, or even just building your home and your family. Yeah, I think the next five years, uh, um, in terms of my personal journey, I think it's like, I, I seriously, I don't know what's happening because this uh, show, uh, you know, Lux Listing Show is one of the top show for uh, Amazon Prime, like internationally, right? It, you know, uh, uh, if you if you watch the show, you know, like, so I'm the only, you know, like uh, old, <laughs> young kids on the block in real estate, only, they're, they're like 30 years or whatever, but the oldest person, right? It's just, you know, I, I never thought I would be like a celebrity, to be honest. I don't even bloody speak English properly, right? <laughs> so it's just overwhelming. <laughs> and it's a good show. It's not one of these shows that the gossip is that. It's a really good show. I just don't, I want to be open-minded to see what this journey is going to take me. So I'm going to start, because I get asked all the time of, you know, like, 
how can I mentor some people? I, I cannot do one by one. I, I'm thinking about starting my masterclass. So how to build yourself? How to personal brand? You know, like how to sell to agent? Yeah, because there's a couple of like things you really there's a couple of skill set, right? So we would like to share with everybody else. And so a masterclass, and uh, uh, yeah, and, and I don't know. So selling, keep selling because I think that the, the the good things about real estate, even you're 80 years old, you still can sell. You if you choose to work, you can. Okay, so because it's, you, if you choose, you can. You know, the the older you, you you are, the better you get, right? Because you get no no more people, more skill, and and the rest. yeah, fantastic. Just depends how you you know how 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 good are your knees, right? Because you have <laughs> from the high heel to flat, right? So that's also biggest problem. And in in terms of investment, you know, one thing you know, me and my husband, because my my husband's a bit younger than me much younger. For me, I'm, I'm really comfortable for my investment portfolio right now. But I want to invest a lot of money into my home because I'm just building my home. So we just double our budget to building our home because so for my learning from the past, so your home is, is, is the best investment you can ever have. Remember, once you retire, once you think it's too big, big you want to sell, it's tax-free, right? So I can look after, you know, my daughters and, you know, husband's family or my family whatever that is right so that's my investment i will invest in my own home and maybe i don't know i i invest in my property maybe not right now but um yeah invest in my home because you can't do so much about your home the luxury home market is one like no other with sky high prices to match two lets us in on one of the secrets behind how she achieves those eye-watering prices the skill of a real estate is like, you know, I'm, I'm selling not just a house, I'm selling a home. So normally there's story behind it. If you watch like, I think it's episode three or something. So so we, we have this house in Castle Cove. It's typical, right? The house is built really well. So obviously the vendor has massive overcapitalized on this home. Because, you know, the next door is about $3 million. Another one is two and a half. So their home is away at nine and a half million. This is uh, not, not the most beautiful part of Castle Cove. Right, I never heard about that street, by the way. So you know, like it's really, oh my god, what is it? So you build a castle in the middle of desert, okay? So you have to obviously appreciate. So as a good agent, I go there. I said, look, if I market this, this this house, actually got a bit of view, right? A little bit of view. If I go and market this home as a house with a view, I think it's suicidal. Right? People come and waste the view. Okay. So, but what's inside? What you know, I, I take a long time to understand why they want to, you know, spend instead of $150 per square meter of the stone, why 350 Okay, why you want to put the lift, which is, could be like 100000 about 250000 So you understand the, the brand that I did behind it, then you'll be able to sell. So then you identify the market who is going to buy. Okay. So you watch that show, and I promise you it's not what because I'm promoting a show, it's because so the, the vendor they have a love story. Because the, the, the owner has been paralyzed for three years. Okay. She wants a, a lift which is you know a little bit faster without the noise. And she wants something from you know the fireplace from the front. And the it's a love story. Whatever she wants, the husband will make it happen. She just wants her to live longer. Okay, and now that she's fully recovered and it's a love story. So just imagine, right? If I saw the views, oh my God, where's the view, right? 9.5 minutes in this street, right? Where is the boundary street, you know, Leo, if you know 
you know, up on the shore. It's like, ah, oh, understand. It's not a lot sexy. I hope my my buyer's not listening, but anyway, it doesn't matter. And, but if you sell to a person who will join into a love story, so if you if you listen, so you're crying. You say, oh my God. So you know that particular glass and the, the chandeliers for Mirano, right? So it's like. America, I just want that color, that look, and he, he traveled all the way to 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 Milan to to get that thing right. But she had the dream of this bloody, you know, like a of a, a, a fireplace, and he made it happen. It's not all business and dollars for two. Who loves a love story as much as the next person? The fireplace warmed her heart just as it warmed the home itself. You see the love behind a story that touches everybody. So whoever buys this house, they walk into the house, they feel like loved. It's all surrounded by love. Number one, okay, people need love, right? Number two, so if the people has got so much money but don't have time, they should buy this house because every single piece I can name it, I know how much that costs, where that one comes from. Okay, so if you have normally rich people are time poor, they want the beautiful house. Somebody already done that for you. Yeah, maybe the location is not the perfect, but who cares, right? So maybe the views are fine, but it's a view. So that's the selling point. But it's not selling a house; we're selling a home with a story. So I shouldn't tell you, but watch, watch uh, uh, this Friday. So the price, guys, we, we, it's just so everybody come here in the areas. You're talking about six million, seven million is the maximum. But I managed to get a Chinese buyer. She she love the details for nine point five, but they rejected. Okay, I sold it to another person who desperately needs love. Okay, nine point eight eight. Do you know what I mean? So, so that's so the luxury home. It's not about the price because again, your agent goes, "Oh my God, the next door sale is." But every house is very different. It's different facing, different interior. We're not selling apartments, which is a mirror image. There's no mirror image. So good agents really take time to listen. And to find that by take extra length to find the buyer who will fall in love with what we're selling. So you know, like love, love is priceless, right? How can you, how can you put a love? You know, so we still, yeah. And this buyer is desperate for love, perfect. You know, and she's so wealthy and she doesn't have time to do anything. That's why we're not sending how big is the house. We're sending what's inside every single pieces of the house where that comes from. So you know, it's it's not an easy job, but if you. Yeah, if you're a king, if you take your time to listen, and you're a really good marketer, because everything about marketing, the house will sell itself. So how can you get the people coming into the door? It's about a strategy behind it. So I, I call myself something very fancy as I'm a strategist, rather than a real estate. Everybody can sell property, but what price? Uh, who is going to buy? So we're the storyteller. So we're the strategist. And at the end of the day, God bless. Hopefully somebody will come here just fall in love with the property and they will get the best result. So the people like Simon, I know you probably talk, oh my God, it doesn't work that much. You know what? Next, it has to be a win-win. Okay, it has to be the happy vendor. Number one, we work for vendor, but it has to be a happy buyer. So when people buy that, that's where we maintain the relationship, right? So we don't sell per square meter. So you can't do that. But you know what? It was screaming. You can't. You have a price, but love story is priceless. So she's so happy to be there. She, you know, the buyer is still my best friend, and she bought two houses from me already. So. 
That is wonderful, wonderful. Well, Monica, I know we've already touched on, you know, I guess this part of the aspect which you kind of touched on earlier about, you know, I guess luck and hard work. And I, I want to sort of just, dive, I guess, delve a little bit more and understand the reason why you said, but because you've achieved so much great success, you've, you know, you've got a successful real estate business, you've got amazing clientele and stuff. How much of it do you think it is because of the luck that you've achieved or how much of it is due to skill, intelligence and hard work? I think uh, intelligence is, uh, you, you kind of like, you, you kind of like you're born with it. You know what I mean? So intelligence is one of the things we say, you know, there's a few ways to be successful. You have to be intelligent. You have to be hardworking. And other things, you have to have integrity. Okay. And a lot comes last. Okay, so you know, so intelligence is everybody is intelligent, but it really depends. You find the uh, the the area you are smart in. If you want me to be a mathematics or a doctor, you know what? I, I'm not going to be intelligent because my mom said cut the people in the wrong place. But you haven't found what you're good at. That's so everybody intelligent. You know, my cleaner, she's she's amazing, right? She's very good, organized. So she's intelligent in what she does. And um, so that's born with it, um, or you found the right, you know, right, right industry for you, right? So like you say, you have the passion, you have the intelligence, whatever that is. You just have to be realistic. So if you force me to be a doctor, like any Asian parents want, or accountant, shit, I don't even know the thing. I don't know one one plus one, one one times. I have no idea, right? Just saying, right? So intelligent and integrity is something you can work on. I mean, you, integrity is inside you. Okay, people, you know, you have to like, if you have a belief, you have surrounded with the good people, I think that's really important. Hard work is essential. Some people have so smart, so good, but just lazy. It's not going to work, right? But for luck, I think luck is probably only 10% of it. I really believe if you are ready, luck will come to you. So you just have to be ready. Okay, I think everybody's lucky. So people come, oh my God, I'm I'm not lucky. You know, just, you know, like, you're, you're you're not ready, darling. Okay, have you got those three things already? You found the right industry you're in, the right, right talent, right? I, do you have the integrity? You know, it's not just about selling the product, how many I sell, right? It's like, what is the real essence of a Black Diamond's brand or my brand? It's about giving back. It's about service, right? Is that right? It's not about how much money, how much money. Yeah, of course, you have to make money to be able to give back, right? So third, third is about hardworking. So there's a few things you can control. And the luck you cannot control, you just have to praise God, you know, come on, give. but you will, I promise you, you will come. So I never knew I'm a salesperson. I never knew I would be in real estate, but I'm a typical example of, so all the three things I can control, the last thing I just hope we will come. And you can, I pray to God, I mean, seriously, you just pray, right? So I think luck is only about 10%. The, the rest of them is 100%. You have to work. 99 you have to, 99 Say my math is terrible. 90% you can't work on. <laughs> Told you. 90% you have to work on. <laughs> you just have to get ready. You know, when, when you're ready and the luck will come. Two is passionate about giving back and holds a lot of charities close to her heart. Her compassion knows no bounds and she's happy to share the love whenever and wherever she can. I think, uh, you know, at, at the beginning of, of our, uh, you know, professional career, so we always think, uh, you know, well, I like I like that, you know, I learned from Anthony Robinson, you have to have a goal setting, you know, a session, right? So, you know, just in case you're very successful. So what is your ultimate goal, right? So my ultimate goal is always about giving back. 
because that's so rewarding, you know. So you know, if you don't have, you cannot give back, right? So if you want your ultimate goal is going back, doesn't matter what journeys and what hardship, what challenges along the way and the mistakes you make, but doesn't really matter because the ultimate goal is not wrong. Okay, so if you're not wrong, what can be wrong? So you can fall and you can get up and do it again, right? So that so that goal is really really clear. So uh, yeah, we, me and my husband we want to do as much as we can to help. Okay, and um, but but helping you know uh, people talk about oh my god I'm I'm a, I'm, I'm giving I'm giving so giving time and uh, sometimes it's not enough right so because I think you have to really as a true leader you have to give money your time your knowledge and everything else right so you have to set an example so my 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 uh, um, role is about I give I can lead up because I have, I'm so influential in this community I want to give a good influence so I, I don't tell them how to give but I just lead up people watch me I give and hopefully they will follow and it's been very successful so I, I'm an honorary ambassador for MCM using my contemporary arts I have a passion for arts so but I turn the passion into always business or, or you know i don't have time for passion right so i'm helping the creative children's center raising funds for that purpose because the art can change people okay and change especially children so i'm also the ambassador for ceo dare to cure so this is for children's cancer institute three years in a run i used to work uh, used to uh, um, uh, you know uh, gen- uh, raise money for uh, homeless at the vinnie ceo sleep out i was the top fundraiser um 2016, 17, and 18, and New South Wales nationally. And now I'm also involved with the Children's Hospital Go Dinner Committee, which is a very privileged job to uh, giving the money to the Children's Hospital. Yeah, yeah I have you know, quite a bit of a role. <laughs> but now I try to just just make sure because I want to do a good job, but it's really hard to do everything. And um, yeah, by, by doing that, of course, we're, we're helping church, but we shouldn't, my husband, don't talk, you know, just give and, you know, don't. But, that's what I do as well. Um, yeah, um, again, you know, giving is such a rewarding um, journey. I'm just like I said, right? Sometimes people like me, don't like me. I don't really give a shit, to be honest. But, you know, because I just do my best I can. <laughs> no, I, I'm very lucky. Everybody loves me because I'm so funny, right? So, but but doing what I do, I think you know maybe I'm not perfect, but at least my goal is perfect. So I just to work towards that girl. Hopefully, I have all my followers. And once I give, and you give a little bit as well, I, I promise you it's really rewarding. Because when you're able to give, and it's not you, the other people, the receiver is lucky, but you're lucky. I'm lucky I will be able to, right? So this is my journey. And again, you know, play a role in, um, in uh, I'm not really a community leader, but I'm, 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 I got so many followers, and the younger generation, older generation. I just hope that they, they watch what I do. Okay, I hope I have a, a positive impact for everybody. You know, who wants to listen, who follows me. It's not just the Asians. It's not just the Asian community and the uh, Australian community as well. I got so many followers here in my community. Thank you to Monica Tu, our guest on this episode of Property Investory. If you love the show, perhaps you're now ready to invest your money in a low-risk, high-return deal. If you are, then SMS me your name and email address on 0499 88 to become a lender. 
there are amazing opportunities in the property market right now and I'm looking for lenders who want to invest their money for a shorter 6 months. What are you waiting for? Don't let your money just sit in the bank. To register your interest, text me your name and email address on 0499881040.